Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open the Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is September 18th, and our reading comes from Galatians 3 and 4. There's a lot in here, so let's jump in. Beginning in verse 23, he says, Before the way of faith in Christ was available to us, we were placed under guard by the law. We were kept in protective custody, so to speak, until the way of faith was revealed. Let me put it another way. The law was our guardian until Christ came. It protected us until we could be made right with God through faith. And now that we have the way of faith, we no longer need the law as our guardian. In other words, remember yesterday we said, God made Abraham a promise All he had to do was have faith, and because of his faith, he was counted righteous. He was counted right with God. 400 years later, the law was given. Why was the law given? To show us a need for a Savior. And then here he says, in order to restrain sin. Until the promise, until Jesus came and we could live in the Spirit, the law was given as a kind of a guardrail to protect us from destroying one another. It was given to restrain sin. But now that Christ has come, the way that we fulfill the law is by faith in Christ, and He is producing His life in us. Now watch this. Chapter 4, verse 4, he says, When the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. So Jesus was born under the law in order to keep and fulfill the law. Verse 5, God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that now he could adopt us as his very own children. So we're no longer slaves to the law. We're the children of God. And because we are his children, he sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, prompting us to call out Abba Father. This is the greatest evidence that we're the children of God. When we feel the spirit of God calling us, drawing us, moving us to the father. Verse seven, now you are no longer a slave, but God's own child. And since you are his child, God made you his heir. Isn't that good? Now watch what he says in verse 19. Oh, my dear children, I feel as if I'm going through labor pains for you again, and they will continue until Christ is fully developed in your life. I wish I were with you right now so that I could change my tone, but at this distance, I don't know how else to help you. And what he's saying here, this is important for us to know. When we're trying to be a witness and share our faith and influence the people around us that we know and love. It's hard and often slow, painful work, right? And Paul's just being honest about it. It's like he's saying, man, I'm trying to give birth, spiritual birth to you, and it is a struggle. I'm laboring here, and it hurts, right? But I'm going I'm gonna stay in the battle until I see Christ formed in you. And that's what we want to do with people. In our relationships, often it takes years of loving and serving people and representing Christ before they really begin to grow in their faith. And then just like me and you, it's years and years of growth because spiritual growth and the change that we're after, the truth is, it takes time. And listen, we don't have to be perfect, though, before we can begin to experience the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. No, we can begin experiencing that now in the journey towards greater holiness and obedience. And then he uses this other illustration. He goes back to Abraham 
And he says, remember, with Abraham, there were two sons. There was a son of the promise, that was Isaac, and there was the, pro- the son Ishmael that was produced by human effort. He says, these two kids are like two covenants, two different approaches in your spiritual life. You've got to decide, are you going to live like Abraham and Isaac believing the promise. Isaac was the son that was miraculously produced by God. God fulfilled his promise by faith to Abraham and Sarah. Or they also had the other son. Remember when Sarah grew impatient, gave Abraham her servant, Hagar, she gave birth to Ishmael, and, and Paul says that represents a whole nother approach. It's by works. It's human effort. It's not the son of promise. And he says these two kids represent two different approaches. So are you going to come to God by faith, or are you going to try to work it out? And then he says, listen, the son of human effort, Ishmael, persecuted the son of promise, Isaac. Just like in the New Testament, these Judaizers, these religious leaders are persecuting the church and Paul and his message of grace. Paul's saying that was true then and it's still true now, but you've got to make a decision. Are we going to live by faith or are we going to live by human effort? He finalizes in verse 30 by saying, What do the scriptures say? Get rid of the slave and her son. For the son of the slave woman will not share in the inheritance with the free woman's son. So, dear brothers and sisters, we are not children of the slave woman. We are children of the free woman. So he says, get rid of religion. Get rid of that judgmental, legalistic, rule-oriented, humanistic approach to God. And instead embrace faith and grace and the power of the Spirit to produce in us what we're unable to produce ourselves. This is the Christian life. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray that we would see this in our life. God, we're grateful for the law because in our immaturity, it's been a great barrier, a protector that's kept us from hurting ourselves and the people that we love. But God, now we're living by faith. We're learning to live in your presence. We're inviting you to produce your life in us, to transform us from the inside out. God, we're so grateful for what you've done, that you adopted us into your family, that you placed your spirit in us, and the spirit of God in us is crying out, Abba, Father, today we surrender to you, Holy Spirit. And we ask you to fill us and to draw us to the Father. Transform us from the inside. Have your way in our life. And God, finally, we want to live like like children of the promise, to live by faith. It's not our human effort. It's our relationship with you by grace, through faith, plus nothing. God, help us to live this way. Help us to understand this. Help us to see the beauty of the gospel captivate our hearts, oh God. We want to love you and follow you and serve you and tell the world about you because you are so good. There's no other religion. There's no other religion with a God who loves this way, a God of grace, 
a God who came to rescue us, a God who comes to live in us. God, you are so much better than what the world is pursuing. Oh, Lord, help us to see the beauty of the gospel and to rest in it, to be full of joy and gratitude and love because of it, and to share it with our world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks again for being with me. Hope you have a great day. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. Have a good day.